I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is a bonus episode of News Du Jour. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the News Du Jour. I also wanted to welcome you guys to our first ever bonus episode. I am so excited to bring you guys more of these bonus episodes where we can really deep dive into one specific issue or go down a historical rabbit hole or do fascinating interviews. For this first episode, though, We're going to break down the exact charges against Derek Chauvin, the man who killed George Floyd. Why? Well, let me explain a little bit. I know there is a tendency in media to focus on the criminal of the story and not the victim. But that said, I want to take a deeper look at Derek Chauvin's charges because his trial will come. And when it does, I want to make sure that each of you guys know exactly who he is, what he is charged with, and understand legally what each charge means in the state of Minnesota. This will make following his trial a lot easier to understand, and it's important that we follow his trial and ensure that he's held accountable for what he did. So without further ado, let's dig into it. So I think Derek Chauvin's charges have been really glossed over and oversimplified by mainstream media. Everyone keeps saying he's charged with second-degree murder. And that's not exactly true. There are three different charges that he faces, and one of them is second-degree unintentional murder. And there is a distinction there, both symbolically and legally. It's super confusing for those of us without a legal background. But even for those who have one, each state's exact laws differ, and the charges he faces are important to understand so that as the trial unfolds, we can keep up with the legal arguments being made for and against his conviction and understand the verdict slash punishments that are set forth. So, who was Derek Chauvin before he committed this act? He is a 44-year-old man. He spent 19 years of his life on the police force, which puts him at starting his policing career about 25 years old. The man had at least 17 investigations into him and 12 complaints. Despite the numerous complaints, Chauvin was only disciplined once. He is shot at three different people during his time on the force, killing one person, injuring one person, and missing the third person, who was at the time running away from the crime scene, according to People magazine. On the home front, Chauvin's wife is now actually in the process of divorcing him and changing her last name. 
She became legally separated from her husband on May 28, 2020, a day before he was arrested at, for the May 25th murder of George Floyd. There were financial issues at home as well. Apparently, he came into the marriage with a lot of debt. His wife has children from a previous relationship, but she and Chauvin never had kids together. So that's an overview of Chauvin's adult life. But there is a really important part of his life that hasn't gotten a lot of attention yet. And that is that Chauvin did know George Floyd prior to killing him. This was not necessarily a random thing. The two had worked at a Minnesota nightclub together for 17 years as security, according to People magazine. David Penny, who is a man who claimed to have worked with both George Floyd and Derek Chauvin at the same nightclub, claims that they quote-unquote bumped heads. When pressed as to why, Penny said, quote, it had a lot to do with Derek being extremely aggressive within the club and with some of the patrons, end quote. This suggests that it's possible that this act of violence was personal. The nightclub owner who employed both men, Maya Santa Maria, asked the CBS interviewer, quote, do you think Derek had a problem with black people? To which she replied, quote, I think he was afraid and intimidated, end quote. By black people, the CBS interviewer asked. Yes, responded Maya. Yikes. That is not a good look going into his trial. So that is a little background on who Derek Chauvin is. With all of that in mind, let's dive into what Derek Chauvin is actually charged with, what each of these charges means, and what type of sentences he might be looking at. I went ahead and reached out to a criminal lawyer in Minnesota specifically. The law is different in every state, so I wanted to be sure that I understood these charges to relay them best to you guys. Of course, my best practice leads me to tell you guys exactly what the law says so you can draw your own conclusions. So we will now dive into what each charge is and the exact legal language of that charge. Remember, Derek Chauvin has three different charges. I'm going to read the charges to you guys in order of most serious to least serious. Here we go. So the most serious charge that Derek Chauvin is charged with is second-degree unintentional murder. The second most serious crime that Derek Chauvin is charged with is third-degree murder, and his lightest charge is second-degree manslaughter. So those are the charges. Now we're going to go back up to that first most serious uh, charge, second-degree unintentional murder. And I'm going to read the law to you guys verbatim so you can draw your own conclusions. Minnesota law defines second-degree unintentional murder as, quote, whoever does either of the following is guilty of unintentional murder in the second degree and may be sentenced to imprisonment for not more than 40 years. One, causes the death of a human being without intent to affect the death of any person while committing or attempting to commit a felony offense other than sexual con conduct in the first or second degree with force or violence or a drive-by shooting. Two, 
causes the death of a human being without intent to affect the death of any person while intentionally inflicting or attempting to inflict bodily harm upon the victim. When the perpetrator is restrained under an order for protection and the victim is a person designated to receive protection under the order, as used in this clause, order for protection includes an order for protection issued under Chapter 518B, a harassment restraining order used under Section 609748. A court order setting conditions for pretrial release or conditions of a criminal sentence or juvenile court disposition. A restraining order issued in a marriage disillusionment action or any order issued by a court of another state or of the United States that is similar to any of these orders. End quote. So... Obviously, none of those orders for protection that were listed at the end apply to Derek Chauvin. So now we are going to dive into his second most serious charge, which is third degree murder. Under Minnesota state law, third degree murder is defined as, quote, A, whoever without intent to affect the death of any person causes the death of another by perpetrating an act imminently dangerous to others, evincing a deprived mind without regard for human life, is guilty of murder in the third degree and may be sentenced to imprisonment for not more than 25 years. B. Whoever, without intent to cause death, proximately causes the death of another human being by directly or indirectly unlawfully selling, giving away, bartering, delivering, exchanging, distributing, or administering a controlled substance classified in Schedule 1 or Schedule 2 is guilty of murder in the third degree and may be sentenced to imprisonment for not more than 25 years or to payment of a fine not more than $40,000 or both. And finally, for his third and lightest charge, second-degree manslaughter. Minnesota state law defines second-degree manslaughter as, quote, a person who causes the death of another by any of the following means is guilty of manslaughter in the second degree and may be sentenced to imprisonment for not more than 10 years or to payment of a fine of not more than $20,000 or both. 1. By the person's culpable negligence, whereby the person creates an unreasonable risk or consciously takes chances of causing death or great bodily harm to another, end quote. So there are actually four other ways a person can commit manslaughter, but they all involve guns, animals, and children, which obviously none of these other four would be applicable to Derek Chauvin. So I'm not even going to read them because we know that they cannot be applicable. You can read those, though, if you want to online at the state of Minnesota's Office of the Registrar website. They keep track of all the legal language for the state. So after reading the specifics of all of these charges, I had a few questions. 
So I turned to legal counsel to get some answers. And they had pretty simple explanations, too. Here's what I was curious about. So why does he have more than one charge? So prosecuting lawyers will typically charge with as many different crimes as the facts support. Why? Because they're covering their bases that way. Maybe they think they can get second-degree unintentional murder, but why not throw in a few lesser charges and let the jury make up their minds? Additionally, they only get one shot at this. They cannot come back and charge him with lesser things later on. That's called double jeopardy, and you can't charge someone with the same crime twice in this country. So the prosecutor gets one chance to charge them with everything and do their best. Another thing I was curious about was what type of jail sentence is he looking at with all of the charges considered? So even if Chauvin is found guilty of multiple things stemming from this one incident, he will just get one sentence from the judge. As we heard earlier, the most outside number for that is 40 years. So like that's the absolute maximum he could serve. Who were his co-conspirators and what are their charges? So all three of the officers at the scene that day were his co-conspirators and they had their hands physically on George Floyd as he was dying. So it looks as though they were involved and likely carry both practical and legal fault in his death based on the autopsy reports. They were all three charged with aiding and abetting murder. So why is it significant that this charge was quote-unquote unintentional? Basically because with eight minutes to get off of George's neck, George repeatedly expressing that he could not breathe, and the fact that these two knew each other and reportedly had quote-unquote butt heads in the past, according to someone who worked with them, it's hard to see how his death would be unintentional. But that said, aside from the unintentional part, if we assume he was just trying to hurt George and not kill him, the second degree charge actually seems pretty spot on for what happened. And we'll just have to wait and see as this case unfolds. And of course, we'll keep you posted with our weekday news du jour episodes. As of now, Chauvin's bail was set at $1.25 million, and he's currently sitting behind bars awaiting his trial. Ellison said they have charged Derek Chauvin with everything that they feel they'll be able to prove in court. It's a really important point because if you have a suspicion of something but can't back it up with evidence, it's not going to stand up in court anyway. So that's sort of the deeper look at Derek Chauvin's charges. Please let me know if you guys have any questions and maybe I can answer them in a further bonus episode when his trial begins. And that's our episode for today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfree media, all one word on TikTok. You can also subscribe to our emails on our blog so you get an email alert every time we have a new post or announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. 
Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our sugar-free media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.